Ladies, gentlemen, you are now snacking with Corporate Lunch, the GQ-style podcast. I'm Editor-in-Chief Will Welch, and I am here with the one and only Noah Johnson. What is up? Hey, Will, what's up? Um, episode 7. Episode We're 7. Here. We're here. Live and direct. We're in it. We got a concept for you. Yeah. You want to you roll this thing out? Um, this is a... Uh, important, crucial issue uh, in today's world and landscape, but we're going to talk about shopping today. Shopping. Um, how you spend money, where you spend money, why you spend money, what it says about you as a person, how you fill that hole in your soul by spending money and participating Stuff- in capitalism. Stuffing some garms down in there. Yes. Seeing how it goes. How buying new Johns can make you a better person. It it can't. We won't. We won't. We won't arrive at that conclusion, but we do have some interesting. Um, well, let's start points. with the let's start with the word itself. Shopping. Yeah. Do you is it hard for you to say? A little bit. A super negative connotation, right? Yeah. Like a little embarrassing. Like if you're like toughest homie, like your most like <laughs> your when most the, thorough rugged <laughs> homie. When your most butch homie is like, so, how is your, what you been what you been up to? And you're like, uh, uh, out shopping. Yeah, I'm out. I've been out shopping for two days straight. Yeah. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, there's a lot of, um, God, I don't know. I mean, there's like a lot of history and, and I have been in and out of dressing rooms. <laughs> I have been in my underwear in Soho and Madison Avenue yep. at, you know, asking if you have this in my size, I have been looking in the mirror various <laughs> angles i've been wishing that the lighting was better in this dressing yep. room i've been mm-hmm. wishing they had one of those three panel mirrors so i can <laughs> see myself from the side the back and the front uh-huh. i've been developing a light case of body dysmorphia <laughs> it's funny you should text me right now i needed a bro to talk to about my body dysmorphia anyway what's up with you yeah shopping it's um but I, there's so there's that and you you know we got to accept that acknowledge that take it for what it is but also know that Sometimes, um, a few hours out on the town, popping into your, some of your favorite retail establishments is better than a shitty college football game on a Saturday. If you're not ready to uh, just like go with the idea that yeah, you maybe do or maybe do not hate shopping yeah. and rock with us for the next 36 minutes, <laughs> um, that's what we're asking. We get it. Shopping. Yeah. Heebie-jeebies. But let, let's roll anyway. I think for me, like what why I got into shopping was just like discovery, you know, like I wanted to, it wasn't about going out there and it's still not, I don't go out there like looking for something that's, that's going to make me feel cute. It's like, I have a certain set of specific interests that I go out to fulfill sort of a curiosity and definitely often has to do with me wearing something, but it also is about like kind of research exploring. It's a good way to get around a city for sure. If I know Noah Johnson, you're out there sniffing out brands, yeah, touching garments, yeah, and looking under the hood. Definitely reading the labels, reading labels, finding yeah. out, you know. What- I want to know care instructions. You know, what do I? How do I take <laughs> care of this thing? What percent rayon is this rayon shirt? Totally, and I also any, any natural silk in the mix. And this is like obviously we're we're all on a level here, so we know we're talking about the the more rarefied this isn't me at macy's i or whatever you know not to call it macy's i'm sure they got some good you know nice johns and macy's but i'm talking about this sort of seeking out discovery exploration that happens at the really good we're talking this is gq style we're talking about the good yeah come on i mean let's be real just wanted to establish that baseline. I, i had a breakthrough um i had a breakthrough realization 
um, I had a breakthrough regarding shopping. Yeah. That was that uh, I would often be like, you know, traveling and checking out some stores and I would spend $85 here, $220 there, mm. maybe up to like 350 here, mm. another 65 there. And the net net was, it was like, I was like a raccoon out there grabbing things, shiny objects that, that, yeah. that caught my eye. Yeah. And when I, I realized that it was time, uh, especially just because my budget is not endless yeah. to stop doing that and make some decisions, you know? So it's going from this like kind of spontaneous haphazard approach yeah. to to shopping and just being like, oh, that tea's kind of cool. Or like, I don't know, maybe these pants are awesome. I'm going to buy them. Yeah. I, I heard this brand rules. I'm getting into it. Stop doing that and actually like make a decision, uh, put some intention into this thing. Yeah. Because you can very quickly cut out a bunch of those like haphazard pur purchases and buy yourself something that is actually going to like change your wardrobe yeah. or like set the tone for the rest of your year yeah. or for the fall <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Like totally. for real. So I remember very specifically I didn't do that for a while and then I bought myself a custom Sid Mashburn suit. Yeah. Now me being me, that is of course what I would do uh, <laughs> is buy a Sid Mashburn suit, but it's still, it was like, it was a, it was kind of like a game changing. All right. Now like, um, uh, I can't. I think it was a. I think it was a corduroy suit. So like last fall and winter, mm -hmm. everything kind of revolved around that. Yeah. And I was in a new place as opposed to like I don't know. I got this like pink sweatshirt and yeah. this tie dye <laughs> thing and like uh, maybe these shoes that don't really work. Yeah. And, you know. I'm 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 in favor of like a weird spontaneous purse purchase on occasion. Like I do think those things that you like accidentally bought, but turns out you love and wear all the time are super valid. But I think related to your point is like the whole thing needs to be approached with the right amount, like a healthy dose of skepticism and like extreme caution, you know, like you're spending your money. Yeah. You should, you should be completely convinced before like they swipe the card, you know, like, and, and like, not just like, Oh, I'll sell this on grilled in three months. If it doesn't like work out for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, I but think you got to be, you know, you can't just be another like cog in the capitalist machine. You got to like be out there. It's an investment, right? Like I think when I spend my money, I'm like I'm contributing some amount to like the bottom line of this shop and this brand and and all that, you know, like definitely. It, it takes a, a lot of care. I uh I've fully co-signed the Noah Johnson concept that it should be hard to spend 500 bucks. Yeah. You should be definitely. out there like demanding excellence yeah. and they're not getting your cash until They've, they've really nailed it and and you can't help you must give them your money because they have earned it totally and that's like a thing that's easy to lose sight of especially when you like read a lot of gq style and stuff because you feel like there's just so much awesome shit out there and, and it's like, all so expensive yeah and it is and like we i i think it's the point shouldn't be lost that like just because there's so much out there that is awesome that it means you need to like buy it all or buy as much as totally, you possibly man. can you got to get into appreciating things without necessarily yeah. needing them yeah um man so uh in case anybody questions the dedication to corporate lunch <laughs> we ship the holiday issue of gq style um shout out to the fall issue of gq style yeah. that's out now but we finished the holiday issue on thursday and i took friday and i hit the streets G corporate lunch pod research project nice i went to noah clothing mm -hmm. i went to drake's mm -hmm. there's a new drake store I went to the Prada store. Mm -hmm. We can get into that if you want. Amazing store. Uh, I breezed by the Kith, the new Kith location. Oh, interesting. There was a giant line out front, mm. and uh, so I kept walking. I didn't they, do the I didn't do the thing where I roll up to the front of the line and I'm like, 
Hey. <laughs> Muscle your way hey. in. You, move that velvet rope. <laughs> Let me show you my business card. I'm here for the Frosted Flakes. Excuse me, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who I am? Take me straight to the Frosted Flakes. Anyway, I breezed by that. I looked in the window. Uh, I went to CHCM. Great shop. Yeah, uh, that was giving me like intense Noah Johnson vibes. Yeah, one of the all-time good stores. Shout out to Sweet Two, friend of the pod. CHCM, and then uh, I went up to the Garm District and got into Nepenthes. Yeah, you gotta go. The homies. Destination shopping. <laughs> the, the, the homies who you wouldn't know are the homies. <laughs> friend of the pod? Question mark. Yeah, not the warmest, uh, like most familiar atmosphere in there. Dude, I rolled into Nepenthes and was like, "What's up?" And they were like. Crickets. Experimental music plays in the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cue the brackets. Um, but man, but, it was an experience out there. I did notice that uh, things are very expensive. Mm-hmm. I tried a bunch of shit on. Mm-hmm. Man, the Prada store. I know that the new Supreme store in Brooklyn has the skate bowl and all. Yeah. But Prada has like the original skate That bowl. thing is no amazing. No skating. Is that a Rem Cool House yeah, project? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Shout out to friend of the pod, Rem Cool House, legendary architect. Uh, I also noticed, uh, thanks to Google Maps, that the Prada store is called the Prada Epicenter. Wow. The Soho store. How great Th- is that? That's the Epicenter. But man- I went in there, like, I could have easily spent six racks, just not even, not even trying. Yeah. Um, Did you come, did you see, did you spot a thing that you thought, I'm going to come back for, like, did, is it, do you kind of walk away from that, like, eh, not today, or do you walk away from that, like, that one thing is going to be stuck in my brain, and I'm going to, like, if it keeps me up at night for a week, I'll go back. I walked away like, man, I wonder what the results of the worldwide search for that red corduroy jacket are going to be. Right. It yeah. doesn't look positive. I think it's sold out worldwide. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so there's all this stuff from the fall runway that we saw. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, quite a bit of it is, is sold out. That's another really cool thing, just saying just about getting out there, is like anyone who's looking at pictures of runway shows on the internet and then talking shit about them on Twitter should go out and see the stuff. It makes a big difference to touch something yeah, and look does. at it. And it was cool, man. Like I saw that stuff in January. That uh, that too, yeah. You know, so it was You're like reminded. going back through reminded. But then there's also um a new drop uh that I don't believe was on the runway. So Some a bunch mid-season of bunch maybe of, or? bunch of surprises as well. But that's a beautiful store and the clothes are just like the nicest <laughs> shit out there. Um But it, it so we didn't set this up uh, around this like as a as a, a news item, but this is timely because a bunch of kind of crazy big stores just open in New York like right now. Yeah, which I don't know. I didn't consult my uh, like retail business partners on this. I, I can't say what it says for the like economy of men's shopping in New York City right now. But well, there's I a, mean a lot of shit is opening and a lot of really interesting stuff. There's a bunch of empty storefronts, so I think you can probably get a better deal on some space right now. Supreme Brooklyn, yeah, B- Balenciaga. Balenciaga opened a place uptown that's crazy. I read that it's designed to look like the stockroom where Balenciaga goods are stored before they're sold. I mean, you gotta you just gotta love that as a concept. I haven't been yet. Um, total yeah, total trip. Total Cayo opened like a crazy space in that old bank vault on um, uh, Bowery. Yeah. And uh, that looks insane and like really cool and interesting. Obviously, Supreme opened in Brooklyn with the bowl. Um, Sam said that the Total Cayo has a uh, shoe room in an old bank vault. That's cool. So, just concepts. Um, so anyway, it's just a Drake's open to place, which is like a cool kind of classic menswear thing you mentioned, and then Macintosh, the like 
classic English um, like trench coat maker, which is really great. Opened a store uptown, first store in New York. It's just like no, I thought of you when I was in the Drake store. Why? You know why? Dudes were standing around talking about the Margaret Howe ang- Angle Paws Type Seventy Five lamp. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, where's Noah right now? These are his people. He needs to get involved in this conversation. Drake's um, has scarves with animals on them, like elephants and um, tigers and shit, and they're freaking great. So many good ties, too. Yeah. For those still wearing ties. Um, You know, this doesn't need to be too New York-centric either. I have to say, I do the vast majority of my uh, shopping, also known as research uh, store explorations while traveling. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I, uh, the reason I di- I took this field trip out in New York is I just I don't really go I don't go to stores in New York, but the first thing I do when I get to L.A. is go hit up a couple of my favorite spots. Yeah. Um, anywhere, anytime I'm traveling, that's like the the what I do with the dead time. Definitely. I mean, I, every time I go to a city, a new city, even cities I've been to a bunch before, the first thing I like to do is take a long walk, and that often involves like first a coffee. A couple shops, yeah. then a, a beer somewhere. I you do, know, and like I, totally. you can, like, that's how you, you find, you pick a neighborhood and you do it that way. And like shopping is always a part of that. And that's one where I probably won't spend money unless I really like discover something, you know, like my radar is always on for that thing that I feel like I, I just lucked out yeah. and stumbled upon. But mostly it's just kind of like the catching a vibe of a and, place you know when we were in florence me you and mobilaji like we had a two-hour hole in the schedule so yeah. we like ran out and hit that vintage store yeah. so Noah Noah finds this this vintage masoni <laughs> sport shirt it's awesome it's like plaid but worked into the plaid is the words masoni sport yeah and um for some reason just couldn't get his head around it in in the moment even though i was like dude you're really gonna want to buy that shirt um and then doesn't buy it we leave Florence, life goes on, and then the dude rolls into the office a good five <laughs> months later wearing the shirt. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, this is the type of like obsessive sort of quality that's at like the That root. shirt stuck in your that, brain. It did, yeah, hard. And then I, I just spotted- 80s? You think it's 80s? Yeah, 90s? I think it's an 80s. 80s. It's like a chambray with a jacquard stripe that says Missoni Sport. On. And then I saw a homie on Instagram was in Florence, and I just hit him, and I was like, dog- What's your Venmo? (laughs) (laughs) He came through too. Shout out to Mike. Thanks, Mike. But Mike, you're the man. I think it's actually kind of an interesting lesson there about like this whole thing, which is that like you, I don't know, you get out there, you look around, and you just kind of like got to stay sensitive to like what moves you. And sometimes you should act in the moment, otherwise you might miss it, and I'd still be thinking about that shirt. But I think it's just kind of like. It it was the right thing. I'm glad I got it. I wear it all the time. We're changing the name of the podcast from corporate lunch to sensitive shopping. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe when I'm out of town and it's Noah Solo, it's going to yeah. be called sensitive. None shopping of this with is Noah like Johnson. None of this is making me seem cool at all, and I'm totally aware of this. Man, but I'm fine with it. I super disagree with you about that. <laughs> completely disagree with you. Um, the other and then the other, you know, so traveling is a big is a big like thing here, and that always takes a little research. I always find myself like. What's the place to go in Berlin? What's yeah, the, the place spot. to go? You know, because there, there always is one. Unless oh. you're in like Tokyo, then there's 40 or 50. But another great moment was um, Noah Johnson took me to Anatomica in Paris. Amazing shop. A little store in the Marais. I thought I knew everything about the Marais. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been on shopping excursions in the Marais. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Um, Easy to miss Anatomica. I'd never heard of Anatomica. I'd walked right by it. I never noticed it. We go in there, and man, that place had deep cuts. Amazing. But yeah. you kind of had to like 
understand what not only did you have to do you have to know to go in that store which is not obvious but then once you get in there you have to like i needed your help to understand what i was meant to be oh, looking yeah. at yeah and then it man talk about sensitive shopping then it blossomed like a flower <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got this blue dress shirt man, man that I, place is merchandised like a old man's workshop yeah I got I not only have sensitive feelings I have tender feelings about yeah. that blue dress shirt. Yeah, that's also a place. See, there are always these exceptions, and that's one of the places where you go and you're like, for for me anyway, I kind of feel like I got to spend some money here because they do such a I good know that job. Feeling. I like that feeling. The whole the whole thing is so special and interesting. And Anatomica is, you know, it's a Japanese and French brand that specializes in like historic replicas of like military and vintage clothing, which. Sounds kind of stuffy, but it's it's it has this kind of like coolness to it. That's it's very specifically both Japanese and French and vintage. Um, you can find some of it online, but they just the quality of everything is just completely like masterful, and You've, the prices aren't like totally gonna floor you. So you it's, don't get rigged. Yeah. yeah. The you've talked a little bit about how sometimes sometimes you go into shops and you just know more about the brands than the shop keeps. Definitely. That dude in Am- Anatomica, there <laughs> there was a bottomless well of poplin knowledge. Like I was never <laughs> I was never even gonna know what he was talking about when I asked him about that shirt. I went in that and store. That made me feel so good. I was like, yeah. this guy, I don't know I don't know which way and I don't know how much, but this guy's getting some of my Euro dollars. They're so specific. You gotta appreciate that. They also had really um a really knocking shoe shoe zone. Yeah, their shoe zone's crazy. It's, you know, I'm a size 14 shoe. It's not going to happen for me in Paris, yeah. France. Yeah, good luck out there. What did you buy? You bought an oversized t-shirt. A t-shirt, yeah. You bought they, a boxy fit. They tee. do these really beefy boxy tees that. You bought a t-shirt so good that I know it when you wear it. I think it's white. Yeah, it's a white t-shirt. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get like five more next time I go. That was like the test one, just to make sure I could get it and like wash it, and it's still worth having. But it's so good, and it's like. It's probably I don't really remember the specifics, but it's like basically woven the 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 jersey is woven on a loom that like you know Haynes used in the fifties or whatever. Like it's like a T-shirt that dudes wore in World War Two, but um, you know you can buy it today. It, this is this does occasionally happen in the GQ style office in the morning. Like Noah will roll in and be like, "Hey, is that that is that that white pocket tee you bought at Anatomica <laughs> in the Marais? Is that lame or cool? I don't know. Um, I do not care. Also. But it is true that I often walk into a store and I know more than the people that work there. And that's as a a result of, you know, my many years of research and hard work in this business. But it's also, um, it's just a little bit like my approach. Now, not everyone has the patience or care to kind of like to do that. But I think it's nice to have a little bit of an advantage if you're really ready to spend money and looking for something. Yeah, man. Don't trust know, everything they tell you either. I mean, like, no no disrespect to the retail employees, but sometimes they're full of shit. I also think sometimes you roll into a store, you got a stiff arm. Yeah. You got a stiff arm that first dude who rolls up to you. Claim some space. Claim some space. Do a couple laps. Yeah. And then have kind of like have a look at the staff and figure out which dude seems like he's going to understand yeah, who's your gonna lifestyle. Yeah, going to help you out. Who gets yeah. the vision. It's not always that thing of like find the guy with the best style and go talk to him yeah it's just like find the guy who seems to have the right attitude seems to put himself together in a way that is relatable to to your mind frame and then maybe engage with that guy after you've claimed your space and if they're bricking it leave (laughs) (laughs) yes leave just leave 
Let's talk about the internet, man. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard about e-commerce, but I mean, that's the they're whole saying thing. it's the future. It's crazy. We've just talked about shopping for three hours and didn't, I had to remember to talk didn't about e-com. mention the internet. I do shop on the internet. I do. How? What is the what is the relationship between your internet shopping and your IRL shopping? Um. So IRL shopping, like you said, mostly goes down in in foreign cities. I don't like. I yeah. don't spend my weekends home in Brooklyn when I'm in New York. I don't like. I don't go. I don't really go out shopping in New York that much unless it's like, you know, Nepenthe's got the, a new fall drop and I want to go see it. Yeah, targeted, very specific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the online shopping to me is obviously the best way to find a good deal. So you find an item that you know you want. You've decided you want it, and so you're easy gonna to comparison shop. like. I don't know what it is, but I will, you know, it's like, who's got the free shipping? Like, whose price is 10% less? Who's got, like, a little sale running? Like, I'll definitely spend a few minutes uh, searching around and make sure I'm Comping in the right. it out. Yeah, I'm in the right, getting my best deals. And especially when sales season kicks off, because then it's, like, all different. Some sales go off first, some sales go off later. And, like, here's a question, you know, Noah. if you can save a couple hundred bucks on something you know you want, do it. Here's a question. Yeah. Do you buy... Would you buy a piece online from a brand where you've never owned any of their shit before? Yeah, potentially. Just dive straight for in. For sure. Yeah. Just, it's just... I, You're pretty much sample size, so that helps. Yeah. It, it's not It's not the whole battle, but it helps. It, it, it often happens when there's something that, like, I've decided... Something, a brand that I'm so kind of enamored with, and they don't sell it in New York City. Right. And that happens a lot. Yeah. I... Give me an example. I buy a good amount of stuff from Japan. I use a Japanese proxy. And, uh, <laughs> the depth of this is revealing itself <laughs> over the course of the pod. Okay. And um, Is that a human? A proxy? Yeah. Is it, that a person? They're people, yeah. They're, it's a little team. It's a little, a little uh, organization. <laughs> no, it's a, like Are a, you John Mayer? <laughs> Sam? Can I we, don't. Can we run the retina scanner over here? I don't I have. Think this, I think this might actually be John Mayer. I, there's no individual who I hit up to do this. I don't. I do okay. have some homies in Japan. I do not put them up to this because shopping in Japan is a pain in the ass. There's there are services you can use where you send them a link to what you want, color and size. They buy it for you and send it to you, and you pay them a small fee. Dope. So are you, are you prepared to share your service? I use one called Zen Market. Damn, I fucking give. Jewels, oh, dropping oh, jewels. Do the people know that I'm out here doing my best, doing everything I can for them, and I'm I'm just giving it all away? I there seems to be plenty of appreciation for the pot online. All right, because right. right. we're all you know all the friends, everyone listening, it's it. and it's like I just want everyone. Don't to, hoard. Don't hoard the expertise, to, man. To you just gotta, do you the gotta best. Share. I'm just doing the best I can. So I do. That's that's mostly when I buy things. Um, I, I buy a good, a good. I mean, I don't buy a ton of stuff. This isn't like weekly international Johns arriving at my doorstep. <laughs> the DHL man and I, the EMS, first name DH, basis. You were not on a first name okay. basis, definitely not. All right. But um, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really too scared. And to my detriment, I've definitely like wasted some money, and I've got some pieces sitting around that I'm like, oh god, I can never wear. Got to take what some risks. What a though. fail! But yeah. I, it's, it's. Um, I've seen you do John trading in the hallways. That too. So yeah, you always got to have a couple of homies around who are like, mm, "This isn't right for me." Got to move a piece. But uh, yeah, exactly. For me, the internet. I don't, I don't have a proxy in a faraway land. <laughs> uh, that's not that weird, by the way. I know some of you out there probably do the same thing, but you know, um, if that's what you need to tell yourself, that's cool. <laughs> this is my time now. Um, uh, I, for me, the internet is a valuable research tool. Yeah, it's like 
you know, I'm going to get on there. I'm going to figure out the lay of the land yeah. and then I'm going to try to go hit, hit things in, in IRL. I also just like rely on consistency and a few brands that I know and trust. Yeah. And so then you, it's very easy to double back on the internet once, once you know what fits you and what's you, what, what you need. But I'm not taking the plunge on brands that I don't know anything about. It's just too much margin for error. Yeah. Um, it's too bad because, I mean, it is true. It's just inherent. Like, shopping on the internet is just not as good as shopping in real life. And sometimes even, even within brands, there's inconsistency of fit. Yeah. They change the cut. You yeah. don't realize it. You know what I mean? And I'm just, like, the other thing is it's, man, you know, we're always saying know yourself on this thing. I'm not, like, the chances that I am returning a package within a narrow return window <laughs> It's like, I, you know, it's just not going to happen. So if I buy something, it's probably, uh, you know, I'm going to pay for it and I'm just going to eat it. Returning stuff sucks. Yeah. They, they must. They made it pretty easy, though. I, I You know, I have managed to get a few returns yeah. in with stuff where there's like postage paid. Yeah, you got to get that return label it included. On. Definitely. Yeah. So anyway, I'm sort of like, I, I got e-com at arm's length. I think that's wise. I should, I, I need to. To, to start being more like that. I also want to double back a little bit here yeah. and say that while I, I, I really believe in the thing that I said about like <laughs> um, foundational shopping, yeah. like instead of just haphazard, uh, you got to reserve a little budget for just... Serendipitous impulse yeah, buys? Yeah, impulse, the impulse, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, endorsing true conservatism here or like I, if this piece doesn't... Take me one step closer to my ultimate wardrobe. I'm not buying it. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta throw some money away. Yeah, heck yeah. And hope for the best. Throw some money at it. Invest in yourself. You know what else I've noticed is that if you're buying good shit, yeah, stuff that kind of like works its way to the back of the closet, yeah, will like uh, come back in in four years time or something. Definitely, like that end oh, yeah. up like changing your whole outlook yep. or changing the way you dress i kind of love when that happens where all of a sudden you like reach to the very back most dusty and forgotten thing yeah, and you're yeah. like oh shit it's back i'm back <laughs> there's a new wave there's a new wave it's back you, you can't just like be like oh yeah that was three years ago yeah. it's gone if it's a really nice thing i think there's something to be said for keeping it within arms hell reach. yeah you should be repeating fits for the rest of your life you heard it here Let's go. Vibe o'clock? Yeah, definitely. It is time now. Sam, hit the motherfucking air horn. It is time Let's now go. for 13 Vibes are not that fast lightning round of things that we're <laughs> feeling. Uh, I'm going to kick it off this time. Jeremy Lynn's dreads, man. Oh, my God. They're so good. I'm so into it. What I'm happened so with into that? It. How did he do that? He cultivated some dreads. Yeah. I mean, it shaved the sides though, right? He's got yeah. like a thing. It's, it's a like dude. a top knot, yeah. dread top knot. Wow. Thing. Um, you know, like if your hair will dread, yeah, I think it's okay to wear dreads. Okay. There's some like there's some cool white motherfuckers out here with some dreads. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> all right. You heard <laughs> it here. Yeah, you heard it here. <laughs> okay, okay. The first time I ever went to the uh, the first time I ever went to the polo bar, I thought this was gonna be a story about a fish concert, but okay, polo no, no, bar. No, 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 polo bar. <laughs> yeah. See, it's a little misdirection. The first time I ever went to the polo bar, uh, I was with two other like sort of uh, long, lifelong low heads of various descriptions. One was like an actual low head, and the other one, like me, had had like a, a just a long relationship to Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And so we're super stoked. We go into the we roll into the polo bar, and who do we see standing at the bar? But the famous 
polo model with the white dress. Of course, yeah. One of the greatest sightings of all time. Oh, that's am- You think he was paid to be there? He was just hanging. That was just he was on a date. Maybe or they comp the drinks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Could have been a free they martini. Should. That would actually be good, smart for them to just say to all their like, cr- like their key. Like, models. what if you rolled into what if you rolled into the polo bar and like Tyson Beckford <laughs> was just eating some sliders? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, this experience is everything. It's cracked up. Yeah, to be. it would be perfect. Uh, anyway, I I, I also thought. Um, there, there was a tweet that said this in much pithier fashion than I could, but Jeremy Lin's response to Kenyon Martin, where he just killed killed him with the kind bars. Yeah. Wow. Jeremy Lin won twice. I think the dreads look dope. What do you got? Um, I, one of my all time vibes right now and for always is just heated sneaker debates slash you know controversial fashion moments that explode and get people all riled up. Right now, it's happening with the Balenciaga. I the think it's Balenciaga called the, the Triple sneakers. S sneaker, the Balenciaga Skechers. Now, I have like my opinion about those shoes is like they speak for themselves. Like that thing yeah. is what it is, and like you're down or you're not. But either way, the outrage. I saw some dude, like YouTube guy, made a video where he like asked people on the street what they thought of them. Yeah, I'm just like, what? what? <laughs> Who cares? Also, like. <laughs> All these clowns out here wearing, like, you know, the craziest Boost Air Max Jordan. Like, there's so many ugly sneakers on the market yeah. that people wear daily that they think are. And granted, they cost a fraction of the amount of the Balenciaga shoe, but, like, let's just be real about what people are wearing. And the Balenciaga shoe is, like, way more interesting than so much shit out there. Yeah. But and I'm just here. I'm not here for the shoe. I am here for the controversy. I'm here for the debate. I'm here for yeah. people getting mad on the internet and yeah. on Twitter.com Actual about anger. sneakers. Actual anger. That's, like, let's go. I'm all, like, all day. I eat it up. Nom, 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 nom. It's funny, too, that, like, you're going to be really mad about the triple S's, but but foam posits. Yeah. Have, have never struck you as ugly. <laughs> Crazy. Um. My second, my the th- vibe number three is college football. Yeah, the NFL. I man, dissed college football earlier. I think. Sorry, you ditched a little it. Bit. No, I dissed it. You dissed it. Yeah, I said like college football on a Saturday is like way more boring than shopping. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Shopping's awesome. Um, I just feel like I've always been a dedicated watcher of both college football and the National Football League. Yeah. Uh, but this season, man, it's not even close. With all the hot garbage surrounding the NFL yeah, right it's now, tough. Yeah. and then a lot of boring games. I also have um, really boring. I acknowledged for the first time yesterday my rage at living in the tri-state area when it comes to NFL football. Yeah. Like I do not care at all about the New York Football <laughs> Giants <laughs> Come on. or the JETS Jets. Boo. Garbage teams playing garbage games. Yeah, okay, so I wake up in the morning. I wake up, I do a bunch of, I like handle a bunch of home shit yesterday morning and then I'm excited to turn on the TV to watch some one o'clock football games Ugh. and it's... Uh, of, because I live in the tri-state, I've got the Jets and Giants. The combined record of the four <laughs> teams playing in those games was two and fourteen, <laughs> and that was my NFL offering. And I was like, "Man, give me the, the give me the SEC." Yeah, just let me watch some Oof. SEC football just Saturday afternoon. Turn it off. I'm, I'm reclaiming my Sundays. This is about reclaiming this <laughs> podcast. Take this that pod. Sunday for you. Light some votives, draw a bath, just spend some time with the cats. What do you got? Um, on the TV tip, I'm gonna go with the return of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Um, I'm not going to get into you know how brilliant the show is and how great this season is. I am here for how it unites the people. Curb. I think everyone likes Curb. Most people like Curb, but I think everyone likes Curb. Misery loves company, my brother. And I think like 
we need it. We need it now. The last time we had Larry David in our lives like this was a very different moment. Yeah, in, the, Ob- in the Larry in the David was funny in the Obama he's f- administration. He's like he's like neat necessary medicine under Trump. Exactly. So my vibe is just the return of Curb as as cultural therapy for the masses and something for us to just wake up on Monday mornings and talk about around the water cooler that doesn't just make you want to fucking tear your hair out. This feels borderline too personal f- for a vibe, but I'm going with the Vitso 606 shelving system desi- <laughs> designed, by, <laughs> designed by Dieter Roms. Uh. Man, if you like, look, if you want to know where Apple got its whole shit, yeah, get involved with some Vitso Dieter Roms designs. Okay, so I bought I, I bought some 606 shelves. Oh, nice. I was installing That's them this weekend. That's a major weekend. major purchase. Congrats a, on that. It was a major purchase. Yeah. It feels real. It feels good. Good. Um, you open the box that they're shipped to you in, and it is it is like opening the box of an an iPhone or an iPad. Oh, really? It's just yeah. beautiful packaging. Perfectly packaged, and you know this stuff was designed way you know when when the the Apple with the bite out of it was a glimmer in Steve Jobs' eye. Yeah. Um, every little tool you need is there. They give uh. you a little pencil for marking uh. your wall. The whole thing is it's just really perfect. Um, Vitso 606 shelving system. Um, on the design tip, I, I got some time to walk around Chelsea recently and stumbled into the David's Warner Gallery and saw this Ad Reinhardt show. Ad Reinhardt, famous um, abstract painter, died in 1967, mostly famous for making um, these black paintings that are basically all black. They're not actually all black. It's like different shades of black. He called them the black paintings ultimate paintings, and he said, um, according to Wikipedia, he claimed that they were the last paintings anyone could make, which I thought was really <laughs> game, good. He was like, the game is over. Yeah, he just he just crushed it with these paintings that <laughs> basically look like they're all black but are actually different shades, and they're like in geometric patterns. But at Zwerner right turns, now- It turns out painters went on painting. Yeah, their painting did continue after that. Um, sorry, Ad Reinhardt, RIP Ad Reinhardt. Um, in the 50s, before he got into the black paintings, he made some colorful paintings, and he made blue paintings. And that's what it's, what's at Zwerner right now. Um, go see them. They're like these insane, vibrant blue um, squares, you know, geometric paintings, and they're they're abstract, but the color is so vivid, it, they sort of pulsate. They're like paintings you watch. They kind of um, they make your brain feel crazy. And they're beautiful, and they're awesome. And if you can't go to Zwerner, um, Google them and have the far inferior experience of, of looking at them online. Did you go to the Chris Ophelia show while you were at Zorner? Yeah. And? I like that too. Yeah. The big giant cage, the fenced in paintings that were caged in. Yeah. I, I've, I found it very intense and difficult and uh, like slightly aggravating. Yeah. I, I, you can probably tell from my voice more than slightly <laughs> aggravating, but I think that was the point. So that's art doing its work. Yeah. That's what Ophelia does. Uh, Shout out to Chris Ophelia. My, my next vibe is wide ties. Whoa. Yeah, I was in the Drake store. Yeah, and I was like, "Do you guys have ties like this, only wider?" Yeah, and they were like, "Yes, they're down there. <laughs> they're down there on the floor." <laughs> and um, I'm doubling back today to cop. Yeah, the skinny tie thing is a little tough right now, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't wear a tie, but sometimes I see a dude with like a really skinny tie on, and um, it kind of looks like he's like a like a works at a Sprint store, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> like a skinny black tie. You're like. I don't know. No, and no offense to you're like, like my my phone plan is fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, wide ties. I'm going with furry clothes. Furry, I wrote this. I, 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 I jotted furry clothes in my notes, and then I thought of like furry. I think you should just leave it at that. <laughs> my vibe is furry, furry clothes. Next, what do you got? Oh, come on, I got it. But there's a um at Union in LA. I just saw. See, online shopping. I got their newsletter. Shout, Shout out, out to you. Chris Union, yeah, friend of the up? pod. He they just got a drop of Marnie, which I think is so good this fall. And one of the things this is like hooded pullover sweatshirt that is shearling with a fur hood it's it's crazy it's like a yeah the marnie stuff is out there it's really dope though so maybe that but yeah it's furry as hell and i was just like there's just so much texture and craziness happening it's hot as hell in new york still and humid and not time to wear anything furry uh or fleecy or shearlingy but we will soon corporate lunch consensus check out the uh, new marnie collection um i'm going with corduroy and not just any corduroy, because I was trying on that Prada corduroy. Holy shit, mm-hmm. amazing. But I'm going with Evan Canori corduroy. What up? Um, it's just really dope. You know, Evan Canori basically does like a, a Dita Rom style system of, yeah. clo- of clothing. Right. So it all works together. Yeah. There's like the field shirt and the pleated jacket and the pants. Um, the corduroy the dude has is smoking. And the reason I can say this on corporate lunch is because I have ordered mine. Hell yeah. You know, he does like runs of 44 pieces. Yep. Um, so mine's on the way. So the rest of you are like, are welcome to, to get at the scraps. <laughs> the one thing I love about, um, how Evan Kenori designs and what he does is like, he'll make something in one color, one fabric. Yeah. It's just like very, and I, you know, there are various reasons why a designer might choose to do that. But then one good reason I think is that Evan has just decided that that's the ultimate. It's like, uh, Ab, Ad Reinhardt, like this is the, this is the last, this is the only way this could this ever be. This is the last corduroy jacket. This is the the one and only. Um, I'm, we're talking clothes, uh, fashion shopping today on, on corporate lunch, episode seven. Sup friends. I'm going with wearing the same thing every day. I'm into it. Just change your drawers and you're good. Yeah. And, and your, your socks. socks. Yeah. It's never wear the same socks. I would wear the same underwear three days in a row before I would wear the same socks Agreed. two days in a row. Agreed. Re-wearing socks is heinous. You should be jailed for that. Bon- bonus vibe. <laughs> don't re- re-wear your socks. You should go to jail. But, um, I mean, you don't want to be, like, smelly or, or, like, stained up or anything. But just, like, wear the same thing every day. Like, who cares? Just keep wearing it. It's still good. It was good yesterday. It's good today. It'll be good tomorrow. Sometimes if I get something new, yeah, I'll wear it, like, three days in a row just, yeah. just to, just to like, uh, familiarize. Breaking just to in. really get it in yeah. the mix, get it in the pipeline. Yeah. Um, I'm going to double back to Art. Kara Walker yeah. at Sycamore Jenkins. Saw that. You got to go. I don't, I'd, I actually don't have anything constructive to say about it other than just go and be moved. One thing that's nice to just observe about that is go that. Go and be moved in whichever way you find yourself to be moved. I was also just happy that there was like an art, a show up that felt like a cultural moment. You know, I mean, like. 100%. It, the time and everything was right for it. But I just mean, even on the level of like cultural awareness and the masses getting involved and, and knowing about something, the masses, that sounds super condescending. I just mean like everyone was talking about this and that's great it's great when there's like an art conversation that extends a little bit and i'm I'm, thank god we have kara walker making her stirring art well sometimes it can feel like man it would have been so cool to have been like around when basquiat was around yeah right yeah like if only if only we were around when joy division was around or whatever you know fill in the fill in the blank yeah and the answer is guess what dude you are yeah look around her name is kara walker yeah um, we're still vibing. I'm going to give away a crucial piece of my personal brand right here. It is one of my top three vibes maybe of all time. And it is 
unscented laundry detergent. <laughs> <laughs> Permanent vibe. It is a vibe today. It is a vibe tomorrow, and it was a vibe yesterday. It occurred to me that maybe everyone does this, but I just want to say, first of all, all laundry detergent smells fucking gross. And forget <laughs> about fabric natural. softeners and um, dryer sheets, because that stuff is just toxic garbage that you don't want near your body. But like, why are you going to use some, like, Tide Fresh scent? And then what? You're going to spray your Lalabo on there and think that you're <laughs> masking that, like, noxious Dwayne Reed bullshit that you stink of? No, man. Get the unscented shit. It's better for you, better for your skin. I'm speechless. Yeah. For the for the first time on Corporate Lunch, <laughs> I'm totally speechless. Noah Johnson, he told it. That was intense. Um, I feel so much better now that I said vibe that. Vibe number 13. Man, rest in peace, Tom Petty. Ugh. I've been, dude. I've been rocking so much Petty. I've rocked so much Petty over the last few days. It's it's insane, and and the depth of that guy's catalog is fucking crazy. But my vibe is not Tom Petty because we all know in this day and time that Tom Petty is and was and forever will be a vibe. Absolutely. My vibe is Willie Nelson, mm. the redheaded stranger. Mm-hmm. I just think sometimes like. Um, it happened when Prince passed, you know, and like we're all playing his music and we're, man, like Prince is everything. And it's happening right now with Tom Petty. Like, wow, this is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. And Willie Nelson is here. He's a legend. And he needs to be appreciated. Shout out to Willie Nelson. R.I.P. Tom Petty. This is Corporate, 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 Corporate,